recording? Okay, we are recording. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Peasant Party Podcast. Oh, I didn't do my intro of good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. <laughs> Happy 5 o'clock p.m. I am so excited um, because I have two special guests in studio with me, um, and I'll keep my introductions brief because I'm so excited to talk to them. Um, I guess I'll kind of, before I hand the mic over to them, um, I found um, these two lovely ladies over TikTok, I was so excited when I saw the little geotag that said you were both in Austin, Texas. And I was like, I have to have these girls on. I love what they're doing. It is so positive. It is so fun. And I think, you know, a lot of people, um, you know, regardless of their gender, would love the idea. Um, and can I learn from you guys, I would say. Um, so do you want to take it away? And I, I guess, yeah, Rachel, I'll, I'll start with you. Okay. Tell what is this mysterious thing I'm talking about? What are you doing on TikTok? Okay. So we just started a series called Boyfriends by Super Bowl. And we are essentially over dating apps and we want to meet guys in person. And we thought of this idea NFL week one when we saw all the guys out like wearing their jerseys and repping their teams. We're like, okay, if we want to meet guys in person, where are the guys right now? The guys are watching football for the most part. Um, so every single week we randomly choose or let a random generator choose a NFL team for us to support. We do research on the team. We really get to know it. We get our outfits ready in the team colors or with their, you know, their merch. And we find the local watch party, really go immerse ourselves in that team for that day. Um, and then eventually throughout the night, make it a point to approach guys and talk about football. And hopefully the goal is to get partners or boyfriends by the Super Bowl. Woo, I love to hear that. And I guess, um, yeah, before we keep diving in, do you both want to just do a quick intro of yourselves? How long have you been in Austin? Um, kind of what's been like your experience dating up until this point? Um, here, Amanda, I'll have, you, I'll have you jump in next. Sure, yeah. I'm happy to be here. I'm Amanda. I'm 32 years old, um, I, which makes the next thing I'm about to say pretty scary because I think I've been in Austin like 15 years. I essentially, I went to UT. Yes. I moved here from a very small town in East Texas, graduated from UT and have been here ever since. So definitely an Austinite in, in most senses of the word. Um, and yeah, Rachel and I met almost two years ago at this point, maybe like a year and a half-ish ago. Um, and yeah, that's about me. Nice. Love it. And I'm Rachel. I'm 28. And I've been in Austin since 2015. I'm originally from San Antonio. Nice. After San Antonio, I lived in Manhattan for two years. And then I moved to Austin, left Austin, lived in Paris for a year, nice. and then moved back to Austin. And I am a um, full-time professional makeup artist. And yeah, Amanda and I met playing volleyball. And we've just like kind of like really taken our friendship off um in august i asked her to officially be one of my best friends and she accepted so <laughs> i love that and both of you seem like so much like you just have the if you're saying irl to mean in real life you guys have just seemingly just these irl awesome lives like it seems like you're going to music festivals mm -hmm. you guys are meeting people in person um you know with the with, with boyfriends by super bowl um in general it's you know it's all it's all about meeting people in person i it know is. so many people say they're fed up with the dating apps and i just i couldn't say more how much i love the idea and how happy i was to see it like on my for you page um yeah you guys seem to live like really awesome lives yeah and we really just the past couple months have been having a lot of conversations about dating and how frustrating it is and 
Um, I've recently just kind of gotten back over like kind of a heartbreak that happened last year and am ready to really hopefully find a person because um, for me, I am great at doing things solo. I've backpacked Europe solo. I go to music festivals solo. Um, I joined our volleyball team that we met at like solo. And I'm just kind of like, you know, ready to have a person to do all these things with. I love it. And yeah, no, I, I couldn't, I, I think that's just an awesome idea. And yeah, it's always nice when you've got everything else in life ready to go. Um, and it's just the only thing missing is somebody to share it with. And I think you're meeting people in probably the right places. Um, yeah, with football season kind of going on. Um, yeah, do you want to kind of give a recap? Because we kind of have done the overview of, um, you know, how things have gone so far and what the big idea is. What have, um, if you want to kind of give a recap of how each of the weekends have gone, um, did you have a favorite team so far? Is there a front runner? I'll let you take this one. Yeah, sure. So we have, um, again, the first week is sort of when we dreamt up the idea and mm -hmm. sort of saw everyone at these sort of watch parties, the dedicated bars, and we decided, like, okay, how do we become a part of this? And mm -hmm. that's where the idea was born. So um, we've been to three watch parties, mm -hmm. um, either on Sunday or Thursday, just depending on our schedules. So the first week we did the Denver Broncos, mm -hmm. and that was super fun. I think it was a great introduction to this idea. Um, and so far, the quote unquote watch parties that we've been finding are from like established, mm -hmm. registered like fan clubs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's n not necessarily the people that we are going to be dating. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they tend to be quite a bit older, honestly, and like a lot of couples. But we are still really like diving in, loving mm -hmm. it, having so much fun because we're sort of using that to you know, parlay into the rest of the night and, and just really immerse ourselves in the football culture. So Broncos were super fun. They were incredibly friendly and welcoming. Um, the next week we did 49ers and that was super fun too. It was a Thursday night. We went to Lester Pearl East. Mm -hmm. And so that was a good sort of bridge because it was still, uh, so the first one was Black Sheep Lodge. It was mm -hmm. a little bit of an older crowd. Um, I feel like Lester Pearl East, like, there were people we were mingling with, mm -hmm. like whether they were at the watch party or not. Um, uh, the 49er fans, I, I feel, were like a little more diverse. If we're talking about um, like uh, stereotyping the fans mm -hmm. or like like um, clustering the fans into sort of like a type. Um, incredibly kind and, and diverse. And then the third one, we did Steelers this past Sunday. Mm -hmm. um, and super fun again the bar was sort of like in north austin so not like this um like the type of guys that we're typically going to mm -hmm. be mingling with right it was sort of the launching point for our day of football um and yeah it's interesting how the fans do sort of have this like stereotypical feel mm -hmm. um it felt like a lot more like east coast mm -hmm. more blue collar mm -hmm. fans were so happy we were there they were really interested because that's a fan club that's been in Austin for decades and mm -hmm. they were like you guys are new like what are you doing here <laughs> and we did some interviews with them and, and they were just like all about the Steelers um, and so it's been super fun really different experiences across the board um, but again yeah we meet people learn about the team culture mm -hmm. but talk about football and then sort of we'll go out typically after the games um, to meet guys. Yeah, nice. the part two of the day is where it gets a lot more fun because we've nice. kind of watched the game, 
paid attention to the game. We have our conversation starters in our head. We've had a few drinks. We go out into the world, into the mm-hmm. bars, and then that's when we really start approaching guys and talking about the games that we watch. Totally. Guys see us wearing football gear, mm-hmm. and that's an automatic conversation starter. Like, if they saw us wearing our Steelers gear for that game, the Steelers lost, and they were like, oh, like, tough game for the Steelers. And we're mm-hmm. like, I know, like, you know, that was supposed to be a win. They had, like, three points up on ESPN or whatever. Like, I like to hear what the commentators say and just kind of regurgitate it to guys, and guys think that I know about football um, a lot more. So we have two parts to our days, the watch party and then the meeting of the, the guys. And every um, time we've uh, – gotten numbers and have nice. talked to guys so Ooh. it's been very fun nice I love it um yeah because it kind of seems like even though the choices might have been random it seems like you've chosen some like very popular games um and for better or worse you might have chosen the losing team for some of them but I think that's all in good fun I think mm-hmm. that starts some fun conversations um and do you do the random chooser every single time or do you guys um, kind of switch it up as far as how you choose yes so every Monday we choose our team so it kind of depends on our schedule we want to do Sunday football as much as we can mm-hmm. but we um like I work a lot of, of Sundays or mm-hmm. for example we have ACL this weekend oh, so same. we uh can't do Sunday football because we will be at ACL so we're mm-hmm. doing Thursday football and we do and when we do Sunday football, we put in every single team that's playing on Sunday, mm-hmm. and we let a random generator like spin and choose which uh, team we're going to do. If it's Thursday football, we flip a coin because there's nice. only two teams playing. Yep. And so we did flip our coin um, this week, and we will be doing Thursday football this week. Nice. Who are, we, who are we rooting for this week? We're, we're rooting for the Bears. Nice. Which, okay, um, Chicago. Nice. Yeah, we, you know, Chicago, the Bears are, are doing really rough this season, mm-hmm. but like we said, we're looking for um, some loyal men, and there's no more loyal men than people who are loyal to the Bears, and that's... Um, <laughs> 100%. Yep. If you can be loyal to a losing team, then that's the kind of man that we want. We, so you can be loyal in a relationship, for sure. <laughs> Love to hear it. Go Bears. <laughs> yes. Um, are there any teams, because I know, yeah, you're choosing from the um, random selection, are there any teams that are maybe on your, like, you know, really hope you draw this team list um, that seem really cool. And are there any no-go zone teams? Yes, we are. We've gotten so many comments. I would say our top three teams that we're really excited for that we get so many comments are for are um, the Bills, the Bills mm-hmm. Mafia. People really want the Bills, Packers, and the Eagles. Go Birds. We get those three mm-hmm. all the time. And as far as teams we're not excited about, <laughs> we have – we have a bias against the Washington Commanders and the Buccaneers. We're we're least excited about those teams. Mm-hmm. But we're keeping an open mind. Okay. So if we draw them, then we will get behind it. But mm-hmm. there's something we're we're not getting the vibes from those teams right now. So Uh-oh. if you're a fan, <laughs> let us know on you Twitter. can be convinced. Yeah, yeah. hype, hype them, them up. We can be convinced. <laughs> nice. Um. Yeah. And you and you mentioned the Eagles. Um. So a certain someone is a huge fan of the Eagles. Yeah. Um. Yet has you know become a recent fan of um the Kansas City Chiefs. Um. Would love to get both of your take and I noticed you're a Swifty on Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey thoughts on that relationship I am so for it I have been a Swifty my very first song on my very first iPod mini was a Taylor Swift song mm-hmm. um, back in 2007 and I feel like Taylor has been very like um, like reserved with her relationships doesn't wants to keep everything very private and I feel like a part of that has always been because she has been a 
bigger than the person that she's dating or like her fame has gotten too much for the person she's dating and i love that she has this guy who is just like her biggest cheerleader and like <laughs> loves how big she is loves to show her off wants to be seen with her um she feels safe enough with him to like be seen with him in public mm-hmm. and i know you know maybe they're not even dating maybe she's just like getting some but i think i'm really excited for it yeah and i think like for as communal as football is it can also be a little exclusive like yes. if you've never been a football fan before um it's really hard in your 20s to mm-hmm. start learning about football because people can be judgmental. The people are diehard fans, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's great that it's sort of like melding the two worlds. It's like opening the door. I think the Kelsey podcast, uh, they have a segment called No Dumb Questions, and then mm-hmm. they just really dive into like the basics of things that you need to know mm-hmm. if you're watching a game. Um, I don't know. It's not totally dissimilar to what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Like we, we did grow up football. Uh, we grew up around football. We like know the mm-hmm. basics, um, but we've sort of created this environment where it's like safe to ask questions and and, and talk about football mm-hmm. so you know i think it's great yeah nice. this is this is the nfl season for the girlies is for sure we got taylor swift we have like allison kush like on tiktok <laughs> oh, she's great. i love, love her. her you know she you got mr kush playing for the raiders and you got allison earl and her nfl boy or nfl guy um and i think that a lot of girls this season just have been like embracing learning more about football and um, that is really exciting, and we love to be a part of that. Nice. Yeah, it's 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 just a great idea. Um, you know, love seeing people get out in the wild and go back and meet people after you know a few crazy years with COVID and people just kind of relying a little bit too much on the app. So I think um, what you're doing, um, other people could replicate it and have a great time with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so something I do on on this podcast is we take two um, like listener mailbags. I pulled some that are all about meeting people in real life about approaching people and I would love for you to help me answer them. Um, I think they're pretty relevant to what you do and if I keep looking down at my phone it's because I want to make sure I ask you all the questions. Um, but yeah I'll kick off that first question to start um, and I'm excited for your help. All right so the mailbag. How do you how to approach women while out without looking like a creep? So this is from a gentleman. Hey ladies 30 male writing in with hopefully a simple question. I'm done with and have deleted the apps and really want to focus my energy on meeting people in person. I'm doing what I can to get out of my comfort zone and put myself out there, including switching to a co-ed group fitness class, getting involved with the alumni association at my alma mater, watching games with fan clubs for my favorite sports teams, and all in all, just making it a point to say yes to more events and activities. A lot of these groups are either social by nature or have happy hours and mixer type events and seem like great places to meet women. And a lot of the women there are very attractive, not to mention they share my interests and many appear to be single. However, I've been cautious to approach as I don't want to intrude on anyone's safe space or risk making anyone uncomfortable. And while these groups give me an excuse to talk to pretty much anyone, the double-edged sword is it may not be as obvious that I'm approaching them to flirt. So I'm wondering, what is a non-creepy way to approach the women I meet at these events or otherwise out and about that gives them A, an out, and doesn't put too much pressure on them, while B, being obvious that the approach is flirty and has romantic intent. While I don't necessarily want to ask for pickup lines, any good ideas for openers are welcome. Thanks so much for the fun content. And then P.S. to the ladies out there, men love to be approached. Please don't hold back. If we look surprised, it's because we're impressed. I love this email. He's so positive. Mm -hmm. So thoughts there. I think there's a lot to unpack, and I can kind of go down the bullet point list of his short questions. Um, I guess initial thoughts. Initial thoughts, I mean, I you are doing all the right things, sir. Like, <laughs> really putting yourself out there, kind of how we are. Um, you 
ultimately you're you might be rejected 98 percent of the time and you have Mm -hmm. to be okay with that but it's like you just have to keep persisting and be like really excited about that two percent of the time and you're totally right like girls approach guys too Mm -hmm. because um some guys are nervous and that's how what we mostly do like we approach guys Mm -hmm. i think it's been so far these past few weeks 100 percent of the time so Mm -hmm. um i think he's doing all the right things but um, i think amanda has a little bit more ideas on this yeah well i like that he you know respects that these spaces are sometimes like safe spaces for women <laughs> like I, I'm thinking to my gym because it's like co-ed fitness and you know if a guy just did a cold open on me at the gym like mm-hmm. it wouldn't be creepy but it wouldn't be comfortable like mm-hmm. it would almost be a turnoff right and so I think he has to really embrace those scenarios where you are seeing people kind of consistently you know twice a week or something um, and you know like sometimes this takes work right mm-hmm. like like if he really wants us to work out i think you know kicking up a conversation with her before or after class ask mm-hmm. her questions remember what she says mm-hmm. ask follow-up questions you know if you do that a couple like a few times in mm-hmm. a row i think you'll kind of get a sense of if she's open to maybe being asked out and then like i know my gym has social mm-hmm. events sometimes out of outside of the gym so like you know, when those are planned, ask her, ask her if she's going to be there, mm-hmm. you know, talk to her there. I think that's a little more comfortable for for women. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my biggest piece of feedback is, like, don't think that it's, like, a one-and-done thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you, this is mm-hmm. someone you're going to see consistently. So, mm-hmm. like, warm it up a little bit. Totally. And she might be totally open to it. Totally. Um, and I noticed something, too. He mentioned, like, a very big variety of different types of places. Yes. Like, he said somewhere that was, you know, mixers, purely social, or it was, like, group fitness classes. Um, what kinds of things, like, of what he mentioned or just in general are kind of safe spaces to meet women? Like, where do women want to be approached and it's not weird? Because um, I know the gym can sometimes be kind of iffy. Mm-hmm. Um, where are places that women are always open to being approached? Yeah, gym is definitely iffy. For me personally, I love meeting guys in a space where I know that I'm going to have a very common interest with them. Mm -hmm. Um, For example, I love concerts. I love music festivals. Like I mentioned, I go to those by myself. And so I do that. I do that with an intention of meeting people and having people like having conversations with people and making friends with people or making love connections with people. Mm -hmm. I have met, you know, a few haven't worked out but love connections at music festivals and it's it's an easy conversation starter if you go to a concert and you are just standing around waiting for the concert to start and you just talk about like your favorite song or about the artist you already have this common interest and it's the same thing like we met playing co-ed volleyball Mm co-ed co-ed sports I think that he also kind of mentioned that Um, It's also, I think, a really great place because usually those are at bars and you're going to get drinks afterwards and you can usually feel out sometimes even like in a group setting, like you're talking to every single person individually. Like if you're talking to her um, and it is over a few weeks, then you can kind of feel out if she does want a date. Right. Yeah. If people are staying after the game to grab Mm -hmm. a drink, they're probably doing that with the intention of like getting Mm -hmm. to know people a little bit. Um, yeah, so I think that's a great one. And bars, you know. In like general, yeah. Bars, I feel like, for us, we do our rounds, you know. Mm-hmm. If you see girls and they're, like, 
you know, looking around, doing their rounds. My favorite thing at a bar or a club is mm-hmm. you make eye contact with somebody across the room like three times. Mm-hmm. And it's just like their body language, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of gravitate towards each other and then you start talking to each other. Mm-hmm. It's really reading their body language. Like if you make eye contact with them and then they like go the other way, like don't chase them down. But if you're making eye contact with them and then mm-hmm. you feel this gravitational pull or they're smiling at you, like it sounds so cheesy, but that's like one of my, some of my favorite interactions I've had is like, I just feel this gravitational pull from a guy across the room. Nice. No, totally. And what are like kind of behavioral things? Because you, you get, you've, you've mentioned some things where it's like, you know, we, we do rounds. Um, what are some like behavioral signs that guys should look out for that a woman's interested in being approached like aside from that? And what are some, you know, signs that she's kind of closed off, would you say? Um, I feel like if she's, if her and her friends are kind of having a conversation that in a very like closed, not like a closed off area, like Mm -hmm. if they are in like the corner of the bar away from everybody else Mm -hmm. having a conversation, it's probably they don't want you to walk up to their Mm -hmm. table. If we are standing by the like the center bar or the main bar where everybody's kind of getting drinks and where a lot of the traffic flow is then that is when we are most likely like wanting to have our conversations and um or like be open to having girls come up to you too um i think is definitely really important yeah um and like i typically i don't really expect a guy to approach me if i'm like standing in a group of girls but like for example if rachel and i are out on a sunday and she's talking to a guy mm-hmm. um i might you know walk away and like make a round of uh, uh, around the bar like walk around like look around or i'll go to the bar by myself to get myself a drink and like look around i think that's a good like thing to look out for if, if a girl is removing herself from her friends for like a moment mm-hmm. to that that's sort of how i open myself up to being approached where totally I may not, I don't expect a guy to like interrupt me, Rachel, and some other guy we're talking to, but (laughs) if I'm sort of walk around, make myself Mm -hmm. approachable, I think that's a good sign. Yeah, totally. If there's a guy I want to talk to, like, I'll put myself in proximity to him, too. So if you notice a girl is kind of inching her way over, inching her way over, yeah, exactly. Like, she probably wants to talk to you. (laughs) Totally. So, which one is safer, um, woman by herself or woman with a group of girlfriends to approach? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I think, well, because I've done both, because like I said, I do things alone. um, And when I do things alone, I like to be approached, but I will kind of um, lie sometimes being like, oh, I'm gonna go meet my friends, Mm -hmm. like if I don't wanna talk to him. Um, But I think she says that she doesn't like to be approached in a group of friends. I like it when a couple of guys, if we're together and two guys come up to us and they're friends, Mm -hmm. it becomes at first kind of like a group conversation and then that group conversation becomes like breaking off into like you see which one's like kind of interested in you. Um, I like that. I like, you know, a pair of guys coming up to us as a pair of girls. No, I actually I think that's a great point because I was thinking of like a singular guy. Mm-hmm. So for the 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 writer, he's asking, how can I make myself like uh, 
how can I a- approach women more comfortably? I think that's yeah. a great point. Bring a friend. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's one guy, approach like, that can be a little, like, potentially off-putting. Like, if, if I'm in a group, you, like, don't really know what to do with that. Mm-hmm. I think if he's worried about being, like, creepy or something like that, yeah, bring a friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wingmen are always the best. Yeah, yes. um, Yeah, and one thing he also mentioned, of course, he said, you know, I don't need pickup lines necessarily, but I think a lot of people get scared of cold approaches because they think you have to march right up to somebody and say, I think you're beautiful. Will you go out with me? That is not the way people want to be approached. That's not how people should approach. You've got to have some sort of an opener. Um, What are like kind of openers that you've been approached with before from guys like weird topics? Like what are some things that have been said to you that have worked? Um, Anything that maybe didn't work? Any recommendations? Currently, one that has been working for me is that I recently made a big change to my hair. Not that every guy on the street knows that it's a big change for me, but I was never getting compliments on my hair before. And now I every single time we go out, I get like multiple guys coming up to me and being like, I love your hair. Your hair looks so cool. Um, and if I see the guy, if I'm like, you know, kind of interested or want to keep talking to him, then I make that into a conversation. If I you know I'm just kind of thankful and like not really interested in talking to him I'm like oh thank you and then mm-hmm. you kind of you know kind of turning away I think s- like compliments are a really great way and I know it sounds just basic but if she looks like she kind of put effort into something I think that's a really good conversation starter if you have something in common that's why we wear our merch and our mm-hmm. jerseys and when we watch football is a great conversation starter um, as well yeah I totally agree compliment you like you're, you're not going to go wrong with a compliment um whether you're complimenting something she's wearing or using it as a talking point I mean that's a big thing that even gave us this idea because we would walk into a bar and they'd say oh are you here for the Niners game and and there'd be like a 49ers flag hanging like we didn't even really know mm-hmm. and so we thought oh maybe we should be right if that's mm-hmm. like this big talking point um and even like after the game that we are like watching that Sunday you go out and someone's wearing like a Cowboys hat I asked the guy like how did the Cowboys do today and then he got my number right Mm -hmm. it's like um I know he's asking like from a guy's perspective but yeah any commonality ask you know are you watching the game are you here for the band those are very easy like non-threatening ways to totally approach definitely you know you would think this would be obvious but a lot of things aren't obvious to guys Mm -hmm. um like don't an overly sexual comment is just like straight off like I'm like okay thank you (laughs) like Mm -hmm. you know like if you know maybe sometimes I like to wear low-cut tops show some cleavage I don't want that to be the first your first comment though Mm -hmm. like or like ooh, wowza like I don't know I I do get those sometimes especially as the night goes on and people get more drunk Mm -hmm. um but that is definitely a no-go you would think it'd be obvious but a lot of things just aren't obvious to guys totally (laughs) um my recommendation was always um if you go up to them and you just say oh what are you drinking um Mm -hmm. if you're at a bar or something and if they say vodka soda and turn around they're probably not interested in talking to you if they say vodka soda what about you Mm. that's that's an opener and i think people usually don't want to stick around talking to someone they don't want to talk to Um, that was always my recommendation i think a better one though is like something they're wearing like if you have um, like merch on for a Mm -hmm. team a band anything like that i would tell this guy maybe you know choose something that shows his personality that gives people something to say to him too Mm -hmm. um but that was always like my recommendation yeah if they are bantering with you like boom 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 banter banter like they're they're probably into you you know it doesn't it doesn't have to be them like overtly being like you know touching you or like asking you out like this guy that i was talking to last week 
I just loved how immediately back and forth, like we were just doing like one for one mm-hmm. on our banter. Um, he was like, I live here, but a little bit yonder from there. And I was like, oh, yonder, I've been to yonder. He's like, oh, you've heard of yonder? And I'm like, yeah, I lived yonder from San Antonio. He's like, I love that yonder. So it's, if they're having this banter with you, then they're definitely interested. And I think one of his questions was, how do I become off as flirty versus yes. friendly? Mm-hmm. And I, I go, I immediately think guys are flirting with me before they're being friendly with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if that's how all women feel, but if I'm being approached or talking to a guy outside of my daily routine, mm-hmm. I am typically thinking that it's it's flirty. And mm-hmm. if it's not flirty, then then I'm thinking wrong. Then he'll kind of let me know like mm-hmm. eventually like oh like you know I I would love to just be your friend and you know sometimes I have to take I have to take the blow to that one <laughs> yeah I would I would agree with that too um yeah well we take a lot of L's I mean yes. se- uh, seriously like but I think one of his questions was like ha- what's a s- like how can you safely give a woman an out right mm-hmm. and it's like a lot of Sundays, Rachel and I out, are out for like five or six hours, and we mm-hmm. probably don't want to hang out with the same mm-hmm. brand new guy that entire time. I mean, maybe this is common sense, but like, ask for her number. She's mm-hmm. going to know that you're mm-hmm. interested, and then follow up. That's what guys don't do yeah. ever is <laughs> follow up. And, you know, hopefully you've learned something about her in the 30 minutes, an hour that you were talking mm-hmm. to her. Ask her to do something she likes. Totally. No, I, I love that idea. Yeah, get the numbers. Instagram, if they're not comfortable mm-hmm. with numbers. I don't like Snapchat. I think we're all a little too old for Snapchat. No Snapchat, um, never. <laughs> no Snapchat. Um, but no, I think getting the number, and then that way too, it just kind of takes things away from mm-hmm. the alcohol, heat of the moment. You can kind of you know evaluate with yourself if you yes. want to talk to this person again. Um, and you mentioned something around um, you know the, the playful banter back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think something that can come with like these football rivalries or really any sport is like sometimes that can go a little too far. Um, what is the line between playful banter and negging somebody? Ooh, you know, I think that um, first of all, guys when they're with, when they're doing going doing the back and forth with us for the football, I think it is very flirty. So they are a little bit on like the flirty, cautious side. Mm-hmm. Even when we were leaving um, the Broncos bar, there were some Commanders fans, and they were like where are our female fans? Um, and so it's like, we were literally wearing Broncos jerseys, but those guys were like, ooh, like look at those Broncos fans, even though we just had a game together uh, and they beat us. But um, yeah, you definitely don't want to hate on their team as a franchise. You can mm-hmm. kind of like, uh, I think you can like nag on players, how they're doing that week, how mm-hmm. they're doing that then. But for example, for me, I'm a huge Spurs fan. Like mm-hmm. that's the only sports team that, I will like ride or die with and if people tell me that the Spurs suck or like Mm -hmm. um, overly hate on the Spurs then that's an immediate turn Mm -hmm. off but I think that if you're doing like oh you know did you see how uh, you know Birdie Pickett in the fourth quarter definitely or Brody Birdie Pickett Brody (laughs) Brody uh, Brock the 49ers quarterback Brock 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 (laughs) Purdy You know, we try to remember Brock Purdy in the fourth quarter. It's like, ugh, like Brock Purdy didn't do that great in the fourth quarter. Like, I know he's been really great, you know, the past two seasons, but that fourth quarter, he really blew it for, um, you know, blah, 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 blah. So, or Russell Wilson or 
anything. Yeah. It's making little points, but don't don't hate on the team that they mm-hmm. grew up with and you know know and love overall as a franchise. Totally. Yeah, I I think girls that can talk shit about sports are so cool. Mm-hmm. I I feel like you have to care a lot to to like talk shit about sports with a guy so like mm-hmm. I think it's totally cool for me I would say like one or two things like that's all I have in me like I can't even <laughs> keep it going much longer so if you're using it as an opener like yeah that that's cool but like I just like I couldn't even have a conversation and like talking shit about sports for more than like two minutes honestly <laughs> yeah I think that guys just really appreciate that you are having a conversation with them about something that they enjoy totally <laughs> um so I guess yeah, I mean, a hot button question. What happens if you go to see a game, you've got your gear on for you know team of the week, and then you see somebody that's just extremely attractive and they're cheering for the other team? How do you approach them? I think that, first of all, that we wait until after the game, for the most part. Um, people are a lot more open to talking to us after the games or mm-hmm. during halftime. Um, during the games, they're very, very focused. Um, but I think that going up to them after the game and, you know, if they won, be like, I'll give I'll give you this one or like, you know, like, can I buy you a winning drink or, mm-hmm. Ooh, <laughs> or bets are fun. I feel like yeah, that's a, oh, bet- so we'll buy next, buy the next drink kind of thing or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, Like, I think that, uh, approaching it in that way and kind of a fun, playful way is like, y'all got it, y'all got it this time, but we'll see you in the playoffs or mm-hmm. like. Um, try and make it, you know, congratulate them if they lost. Be like, hey, it was a rough game. Can I buy you a drink to make you feel better? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, we a lo- not a lot of the watch parties have both teams that mm-hmm. we're at. I mean, sometimes. But maybe you run into them after. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, I, I mean, like I said before, like, I'm going to make it lighthearted, I mm-hmm. think, is my short answer. Mm-hmm. Like, whether they won or they lost, just say it, you know, make a lighthearted comment and just like t- try to take it from there. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. I love that. Love that idea. Um, yeah. And then as far as because you mentioned you get you've gotten some numbers. Have any of these numbers uh, converted over into dates or meeting up, you know, after that weekend? <laughs> no. <laughs> not yet. Um, not, not yet. Yeah. Uh, Amanda spent a little time with one guy from our first week. Um, That's great. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, I think so every week we've both gotten numbers, but it's kind of, you know, um, gotten to a point where, oh, like one guy last week, Mm -hmm. I really liked him. He had like these beautiful eyes. We had a great conversation. I got his number. I texted him. I said, it was really great meeting you. Would you like to go on a date this week? Mm -hmm. I am kind of at the point where like I'm kind of I'm making it a point to be like I am dating i Mm -hmm. want to go on a date with you Mm -hmm. and he sent me a really sweet message afterwards say or the next day saying like i really loved you too i think that you're super cool he's like i'm not drinking or dating until the end of the year Mm -hmm. i would he's like would you be interested in being friends um and i was like yeah we're always out watching football and he's like i would love to come watch football with you guys Mm -hmm. blah 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 like i think that um you know, that was really sweet. Maybe, you know, at the beginning of this year, (laughs) they'll get that one. Um, There was one other guy who I was talking about going on a date with for a little bit and then, you know, ghosted. Um, So, you know, it's a numbers game for Mm -hmm. sure. We've done it for three weeks and we've each gotten, you know, a couple of numbers each week. And 
we're 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 still. Yeah, that's uh, what we said. Hoping. We take some L's. We take, right? some, like, we take some L's. Um, I think Rachel has gotten numbers, ver- and 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 guys have also gotten our numbers, and it's like you know, you, all you can do is like follow up a couple times. Mm-hmm. If it's not, you know, if they're not following through, you just move on. Yeah, it only game. takes There's one. There's always next week. It's only take, it only takes one. Totally. And you guys have like the right attitude about it. I think like um, we would all be better people if we could handle rejection better. And oh, I think yeah. it sounds like it just, it rolls off your back. It's just, you know, there, there will be next week. Um, there's plenty of fantastic people walking this earth mm-hmm. and um, really love your attitude. Like, I think so many people are just so terrified of rejection. Um, they let the fear of striking out keep oh, them absolutely. from playing the game, um, which wrong sport metaphor. But <laughs> yes. Um, and yeah, we have our second kind of listener question kind of falls along those um, on that wavelength um, around converting mm-hmm. people you meet out into dates. Yes. Um, and this is from another or this is from a woman saying, um, can you turn party people into date people? Um, hey, Charlotte and guests, single, 31 female, looking for a relationship. I've been trying to rely less on dating apps to meet people, preferring to meet people through friends and IRL. It's been fun both approaching and getting approached by guys and getting a feel for people's personalities in a way that's really not that possible on apps. However, one problem I'm running into is the seeming lack of interest in real dates among the guys I meet this way. When we exchange numbers and start talking, they always ask or propose ideas centered around being out, as in, are you going to be out tonight? Or I'll be at this bar, place, or concert. You should come through. Now, I'm not opposed to meeting up in these more casual ways, but I worry it's setting the tone for a more casual situation. So is this a sign that guys don't want dates at all? Um, Will the right guy just jump to a date right away? Um, And if they are open to dates, what are ways to redirect from casual invite to date? Thanks. I feel this in my bones, like deep, deep, deep in my bones, in my soul, in my heart, like especially here in Austin. I always say I feel like I'm windy in Neverland in a sea of Peter Pans that just like want to go out and party all the time. And I'm, you know, I love to party. Don't get me wrong. Um, Great example is one guy that I was really interested in our 49ers week. Mm -hmm. I spent like a good like half of our night talking to him and was like really into him. Great banter, great conversation. He was super cute. Got his number. Amanda and I went out dancing um, like for the rest of the night. Just had like a great time, just the two of us. And he texted me while we were out like, what What are you doing? Or like, W-Y, or where are you or something. Where are you at? Where are you at? That's it. Yeah, yeah. Why W-Y? I've gotten some W-Y-A's <laughs> in my life. W-Y-A's, yeah. Where are you at? First of all. Put some effort into like you talking, <laughs> typing out <laughs> some talk, words. Talk like a human. And I was like, "We're at," said the bar. He said, "Do you want me to come pick you up?" I'm like, "Okay." I said, and I replied. I said, "You can pick me up for a date later this week." And he was like, "Bet, I'm holding you to it." I was like, "Great." Texted him next day. He was like, "Do you still want to go on a date?" I was like, "Yeah, you, uh, you pick the day. I'll pick the activity." show you around Austin more because he was new to Austin. And he was like, I love that. <laughs> that's what it sounds like. Yeah, the <laughs> silence. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I heard. <laughs> so it was, you know, you you take some, you lose some. And mm-hmm. I, I am over, like, chasing a ghost. Mm-hmm. Um, like, if you are no longer interested, then I am also no longer interested. Um, but I think that definitely what she was asking, if there are – if a guy wants to go out with you. He wants to go out with you. There's definitely times for casual meetups. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're out and you're like, oh, like, 
this band is playing you should come see them like i would love that i love you mm-hmm. know meeting up casually but if that's all it is mm-hmm. then if you're okay with that then continue with it if mm-hmm. you're not okay with it and you want something more and he's not giving it to you cut the cord there's going to mm-hmm. be somebody else down the road who is willing to give that to you totally yeah i mean i agree for me this was really like i actually set an int- an intention this year it was the year of yes and i've said yes to so many things <laughs> i love it <laughs> i'm saying yes now to um you know watching football every single week through february mm-hmm. um so to that end like i don't th- i think there's no problem accepting those casual invites mm-hmm. a-, a handful of times especially mm-hmm. if you felt like going out already now yeah. listen if you committed to a night in and taking a bubble bath and reading a book, like don't let some like yeah, don't get out of bed for anybody. No, like get you out, out of, of bed. your way. But like if you were planning on going out anyways or you like didn't have plans, sure, like stop by. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think that's totally fine. Like you want to know if you have fun with that person mm-hmm. anyways. Mm-hmm. Like let's say you go out two, three times with the guy or the group of friends you're having a really great time like I think it's totally fine to say that like I've been having so much fun doing this like maybe we should you know do whatever we should go on a hike next week or it, it, like if I think by putting an idea out there like letting him know you want to hang out one-on-one mm-hmm. that gives him the opportunity right mm-hmm. and then you know he may not follow through but my thing is like you're not going to be able to convince someone mm-hmm that they want to date you or that they're even ready to date. A lot of these guys have no intentions of dating. Mm -hmm. And I think you just have to feel it out. Like, um, you know, you can draw a boundary if you want to. Like, Mm -hmm. um, and the other thing I would say is like, you don't have to stop going on dates because you're, you see this guy, Mm -hmm. you know, twice a month and you just hang out Mm -hmm. like at the bars or whatever. Um, So I think, yeah. You know, diversification is good. Totally. Yeah. Like I said, like if you're comfortable and happy with hanging out with somebody casually and you you mutually do not see them as a romantic date option and you just have fun with them and you like you hit them up and they hit you up like I have those and they're fun and we love them. You know, they are so fun to hang out with. But if your intention is to date them and be hopefully in a relationship, then, you know, like you know there has to be a time you gotta cut the cord totally because I think there can be like the challenge too where I feel like sometimes this happens when you meet people on dating apps you just get into the trap of like first date second date third date and you always Mm -hmm. meet them when they're in this like date mode yes Um, and I feel like those casual hangouts like mixed in are great but it's like if you go all in the other direction where it's Mm -hmm. all casual it like doesn't set the tone for like um like you know kind of going down to the road of a relationship so it's like having that like like pick like pick and choose from both sides like not too much of anything I would say yeah you definitely need both because yeah like you said there are guys where okay um, we've gone on four dates it's just been you and me you haven't met my friends I haven't met your friends like Mm -hmm. what what's happening like am I are we going to expand this are you going to ever invite me out to meet your friends Mm -hmm. Um, and you definitely need a healthy balance of both Totally. Um, I, yeah, I totally agree. Cause yeah, it's, if it's, I, I feel like when I would be in those situations with like someone I met on a dating app, like, I feel like I would just feel like it was, you were just dating in a silo almost. Mm-hmm. Um, so those like casual things are helpful. Um, I, I guess like kind of question the, to go off the, um, off the casual, if say she's met somebody that's, um, that's nice out and about. Um, and then, you know, it's like, Hey, it was great to meet you. Like, you know, would love to see you again. And they throw out an idea of, Hey, like I'll be out you know, watching the game or doing something that 
seems like the common interest. I'll be out, you know, next Saturday and, and she wants a date. What's the best kind of response to that kind of thing where he throws out the idea of, you know, let's meet up. Um, what's a good, fun, flirty text that's not, you know, too intense? Yeah, I mean, in that instance, like, I think if she's made her, like, wants known and they're mm -hmm. still not asking her for, like, a date, I think that's, you know, then maybe you call it off. But let's say this is, like, second or third hangout. Mm -hmm. um, I think if – you know, if she's open, like, if that sounds fun, I say do it, and then mm -hmm. maybe there there's, like, a follow-up of, like, I'd love to get, you know, a drink one-on-one -on -one with you next week or whatever. Mm -hmm. Or if that, like, sounds terrible to her, <laughs> she could just say, like, I'm busy, I have plans, but, like, mm -hmm. what about Wednesday night? I have a dinner reservation. You know, I, th I think following it up, I, I think it based on the relationship, like, mm -hmm. either, like, if you're getting sick of the casual thing, then sure, like mm -hmm. put, you know, draw a stick in the in the mud and offer an alternative. But, mm -hmm. you know, if you're still getting to know them, feel it out. Like if it mm -hmm. sounds fun to be around a group of people, do it and then, you know, ask yeah. for a follow up. I think if it sounds like something that could potentially where you're meeting up with them, you're we're going to watch the game. But then that could evolve throughout the night into us like going out and be like, uh, I'll watch your team. Uh, like, yeah, I'll cheer, I'll cheer for your team if, like, you, you know, eat at my favorite restaurant. Like, you, yeah, we'll do this initially, but we should do something else after just the two of us because that gives you, like, you're having fun with his friends. You're seeing how he is in the social setting mm -hmm. um, in a really fun environment and then kind of have that opportunity to kind of, like, split off from the group and do something with just the two of you. Uh, the... I think that's a really great way, you know, football. We're always coming around the football. Mm -hmm. It is just a really fun environment to, like, hang out with people. Mm -hmm. And seeing him, you know, it's kind of fun seeing guys support their team. Totally. They, they They get into it. And that's kind of them in their zone and what they're into. And, you know, support him, do the things that he really likes, and hopefully he'll, do, he'll reciprocate that and mirror that and do the things that you really love, too. Totally. Yeah. And I, I think, yeah, football, like you'll find people kind of in their element. I like, too, that it's like during the day, usually mm -hmm. sometimes like the nighttime stuff where people have kind of had a wild day um, is a difficult place to meet people. And I think, yeah, like meeting people out and about during football season is probably, you know, a really good move in that regard where it's mm -hmm. like a casual thing that isn't too casual. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, um, I thank you so much for helping me answer all these questions. Um, I think before we close this out, um, I want to make sure everyone knows where they can find you both, um, you know, with Boyfriends by Super Bowl um, and any, you know, content related to that, as well as, you know, any personal kind of endeavors that you want to promote. Um, you guys were incredible with giving some advice. I think you got a lot of great things to say, and I want to make sure people can get in touch with you if they want. Yeah, absolutely. If you would like to please support our F Boyfriends by Super Bowl series, we have a lot of really exciting things coming up. We've been having really awesome meetings um, with different companies and productions um, and just lots of really exciting things coming up with the series. And you can find that on TikTok at Rachel from Friends. It's on my TikTok account, rachel.from underscore friends. And uh, I am a full-time professional makeup artist. If you're needing makeup for any event, any wedding, film, TV, I do special effects makeup. I work at the House of Torment. So you can find me there at uh, Rachel James Makeup. Nice. Awesome. And do we have a, a hashtag for? Oh, yeah. Hashtag, Ooh, hashtag Boyfriends by Super Bowl. Boyfriends hashtag by Super Bowl. You heard mm -hmm. it here. Yes. Yeah. And um, you can find me on Rachel's TikTok page <laughs> for now. Um, on Instagram, I'm Amanda.Osully. You can find me there. 
Um, but yeah, the biggest thing right now, we'd love your support on Boyfriends by Super Bowl. We're there every week. Come say hi. Tell us where you want to go, what you want to see. Um, yeah, the support's been great. Yeah, Ooh. let us know if you have a favorite NFL team yes. or if you know any uh, single eligible bachelors uh, who love football. <laughs> nice, yes. And anything you want to tease before we um, before we turn things off, anything coming up with Boyfriends by Super Bowl? You mentioned some meetings and brands reaching out to you. You know, we might, you know, we've been thrifting merch, but let's just say that we might not be Ooh. having to thrift merch anymore. Ooh, <laughs> love to Get see it. Get some fresh merch. I love the NFL on um, TikTok is great. Like They're all of their active. social people are great. Um, no, that's super exciting to hear. And I, I can't thank you guys enough for being here. I guess before we kind of turn things off, go Bears. The Bears. Let's, let's go, go Bears. Go Bears. Let's go Bears. Let's um, go Bears. <laughs> woo. And I guess I'll see you both. If you're both going to ACL, I'll be there this weekend as well. Um, yeah. Keep going. And or, well, I guess to the audience, um, keep doing things in real life. Like yes. it's just yeah. the best way to meet people. I think you get a feel for people's personality. Um, and I love what these girls are doing. Mm -hmm. um, and I think y'all could learn from them. Um, so I guess, yeah, I'll over and out this. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Thank we you. had a great time. Woo. You too.